Well, we are back for another edition of Laundromat Conversations. So, if you hear a lot of that uh, background noise, it can't be helped. Um, this is just the way I gotta do it today. So, I'm going to be talking about why I can't listen to emo music anymore, because it's a realization that I kind of had hammered home, I guess, on the way here. Um, yeah. It's something that I've... There's certain types of music that I say I can't listen to anymore um, because they sometimes are too nostalgic of a time that was not good for me and they're too strong in their nostalgia. It's not a good thing. It's not, like, positive nostalgia. Um, I wonder if nostalgia is inherently, like, a nice feeling. So maybe that's not what I meant. But, um... There's not necessarily certain memories associated, but it's feelings associated, which to me are different than memories. I mean, it's a memory of a feeling, I guess, or just th that feeling comes back in the present. So it's not really a memory of a feeling. Um, but there's some albums, some songs, some artists is what I'm realizing as a whole that it's kind of harder to listen to sometimes, or in this case, certain genres of music. Um, for example, I have talked in the past, um, I don't remember exactly if it was in vlogs or conversations or... I know I've talked about it in reviews when I've talked about Slipknot. Uh, that that first album is amazing and it's, to me, it's their best album. The not Mate Feed Kill Repeat, because that was more of like a demo, I would say. Um, but their first um, major label album, I guess, self-titled. And it's amazing, but it is done so well that it is hard for me to listen to because it is incredibly filled with pain. Pain that demands to be felt, um, which I've described before. It's incredibly just uh, an amazing album, but that's part of the problem. It is so good in conveying its emotional, you know, messages and um, expressing what it has to express that I can't help but feel it in its entirety, and that's why I can't listen to it, because those are not feelings that I want to feel. If I'm feeling something similar, sometimes it's helpful, helpful for me to listen to something in order to, like, expedite the process of getting all that out. So if I had, like, let's say I had, like, I don't know how to... If I give it a numerical value, I have ten feelings. <laughs> I have ten feels that need to get out. And they're all going to get out. And if I can get them out quicker, and I get to zero quicker, then I feel better. And by maybe listening to music like that that is incredibly visceral and just so passionate and strong can help me get to zero quicker, then that would be a healthy thing for me to do that sometimes to feel that thing so concentrated and strong and process my feelings quicker and get it out fully not hide it or mask it or put it away but if I don't do that then maybe the process is slower and I'm in that place for longer so there's a time and a place and a purpose for that kind of thing however I have realized today more so than, than before that the genre of what I'm calling emo music is something that I just generally don't have a place for in my life uh, anymore for the most part 
there are a lot of subcategories and subgenres and stuff like that, um, and I guess we'll we'll get to it. But I was listening to Just Surrender on the way here, which is not like a very A-list emo band at all. Um, I have three of their albums, and I might have bought them used. I think some I downloaded um, because there's just like there was like a couple songs that I don't remember how I got a hold of sometime years and years ago. And I was like, oh, those are really good songs. I'll just download the album and whatever. And it's some stuff I barely listened to. And that's part of it is that I'm not never in the mood to listen to that stuff. And that's what we're going to get to. But I was just listening to it on the way here just because I was just like, what do I listen to? Oh, okay. Just Surrender. I don't even remember what they sound like right now. I don't remember the songs. We'll just listen to that. And I don't have any specific memory or attachment to those songs or that album or that band at all. Uh, there's no specific feelings that they're attached to that from the past but just the style of music, the style of singing the chord progressions and song structure and melodies and all of that that comprise a certain stereotypical part of that genre of emo I don't like anymore and I don't mean I don't like it I don't like what I feel, put it that way. Because it sounds fine. Like, they're not, like, a great, amazing band. Like, Just Surrender is just whatever. <laughs> That's funny. Just Surrender is just whatever. Um, it's not like they're doing what they do amazingly well or whatever. But it's just enough that it fits into that category of emo that I'm just like, I don't like... It's... <laughs> There's two parts to this. When I say I don't like feeling that way, it didn't make me feel super strongly like, boom, like, you are sad now and you are feeling like this weird type of emotional that has to do with loss of love and forlorn and whatever that is attached with a lot of those songs for me, um, which to me is just sadness as well, a certain kind of sadness. It's not that. It was just like... It was like a tinge of that. It was like I was in a fine mood. I was very neutral, I was good, nothing was going on, whatever, just driving here, and I was just like, man, but those things do tug at me a little bit and make me feel a certain type of sad that I was just like, I don't need to feel that right now, it's weird, I don't have, like, it was just drawing me back in a weird way that wasn't authentic, um, but I couldn't listen to it without feeling that, it wasn't just like a casual rock song or something that was just like pretty neutral or just whatever I don't know how to you know it wasn't like just like a you know some Foo Fighters jams are just just a song that's it like it's not like make, it's not making a strong statement or making me feel anything really strong other than just like hey it's a good tune like that's a rock out man like I don't know um but uh those songs even though they weren't good and they weren't very or they weren't very good they weren't strong or passionate or whatever there was something there within the genre within the elements that comprise the genre that made me feel a way that I was like I don't why I don't want to feel this way and like I said I didn't drag me down asunder and like I didn't feel horrible um but I was just like this just isn't doing anything for me so then I started thinking about like okay well there are emo bands um, that, that make me feel absolutely horrible and I know to stay away from. Like, Taking Back Sunday. 
you know, Tell All Your Friends and Where You Want to Be, those two albums, oh, I can't think of a song on there that I could listen to that wouldn't make me feel just, like, deeply sad and weird and whatever. Um, you know, the first three Pierce the Veil albums, same thing. Um, and those are examples of... Those albums are amazing. Like, they are top-tier, like, amazingly well-done, incredibly great albums. Um, especially when... I mean, they're just amazing songwriting. Um, and when you get to pierce the veil, some amazing technical proficiency with instruments and song structure and in ways that, you know, uh, Taking Back Sunday doesn't doesn't have those elements or doesn't execute them. Um, but they're just too strong. There's uh, There are memories, there's feelings, there's whatever attached to those things as well, of long periods of certain types of sadness, so that definitely brings me back to specific times in not a good way, um, and I've known to stay away from those things generally, which sucks, because they're really, really good. I mean, it's like saying, like, man, Slipknot, that, that album is so good, but I can't detach the feelings from it. Now, there's a whole bunch of, like, emo bands that are just a very, meh, like, whatever, like Just Surrender, or Alisana has some good songs, or... Um, man, I can't think of all the, the names. Um, is the Sunstreak? Like, whatever. There's just a whole bunch that I have in my discography that was like, those aren't super, super strong. I don't have crazy attachments to them. But they fit into this category of, like, they are emo. They are doing things with their song structures and songwriting and how they are presenting the song that do a certain thing to me that make me feel a certain way. Um, there's some exceptions to that rule, though, and it's just because they just don't hit the scene. I was thinking about Alexis on Fire, and I was like, okay, they're post-hardcore, they're much more what I would call screamo, and that screaming element, that aggressive element, that changes things for me. For some reason, it doesn't do the same thing. Um, man, Across Five Aprils actually fits into that category in both, like, there's a lot of those songs I could easily listen to, and some of them that are more on the emo side that are less aggressive, um, that I can't. And, uh, some Alexis on Fire songs, I definitely, like, Sidewalk When She Walks, Forget About It, Rough Hands, uh, can't really get into that one anymore, but a lot of other songs are much more neutral, or expressing different things in their, you know, um, and what they're communicating, and how they're communicating, that it's fine. And, I mean, Thursday is along the same lines, um, depending on... Whoa. That just got a lot quieter. So I was saying Thursday. Thursday is an example as well that um, I would say the majority of their stuff, probably because of lyrical content and how it is expressed, just never seems that emo to me. I mean, obviously they're song structures and stuff are expressed incredibly different too, but they sometimes get lumped into that category. Now here's the real outlier of just like, like I said, there's a bunch of, someone could show me like a very emo band that, that hits all the marks of what emo would be, and I'd be like, I, yeah, I don't want to listen to that, that's, and again, not because I don't like the sound, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's like really catchy, and that's doing what it's supposed to do, but I just don't like what it's going to do, and it won't necessarily drag me down incredibly in like a strong way. But um, it'll be enough that I'm like, yeah, I don't need that in my life. 
Fallout Boy, from under the cork tree specifically, is an incredibly amazing, solid, amazing album. And I can't really... I mean, like, I, I, I have no problem getting into it. Like, that's also something that from a certain amount of time that... Like, again, to me, it's just their delivery. That's the thing. There's all these nuances that a lot of people would put them in the emo category as well, and I wouldn't fault them for that at all. But it's so tongue-in-cheek, and a lot of it does hit home for me, but it never made me sad. Again, it was expressed in this very happy way, and not in, like, an ever-clear way that, like, the songs sound really happy in their instrumentation, but the lyrics are, like, really heavy and generally like super sad and I can't listen to them um, I mean certain albums anyway like so much for the afterglow has a lot of that um, but yeah with which is a completely different genre but uh, with follow boy specifically from under the cork tree it is just a masterpiece of an album and I'm glad I can still enjoy it because it never made me sad it just didn't lyrically like I said I a lot of the themes are exactly the same but the way that Patrick Stump wrote them uh, wrote the lyrics and, and stuff just like and sings them and the way they've arranged everything uh, it's just really a fun listen and enjoyable and it doesn't make me feel weird about those bits of nostalgia that I get from it and it was like oh man like I, I just don't I don't know it's it's fun uh, and I wish that there was more of that that I could enjoy with with emo music. But I don't know. That's kind of why I guess me explaining like I can't listen to emo music anymore. And there's two different like parts of that whole. And that's like the parts like Taking Back Sunday and and Pierce the Veil, which are like really strong associations. There's other bands and albums that do that too. Um, but also they are executing what they do incredibly well. And then there's bands that I have no like previous strong association with at all, but if they are playing into the genre of emo music and doing that, then it just hits me a certain way and tugs at me a certain way. And it's not that I dislike it um, in its like musical expression in like the technical sense of like, I just, yeah, I don't like a lot of country music or something. Like, it's not that. It is the fact that it's doing something that I used to access a lot and I don't anymore for reasons maybe such as maturity <laughs> or, or whatever. Like I feel like I, it, just, it just clicked. And I mean, I've been getting away from it for years and years and years where it's just not something that I gravitate to anymore. But this was like a very distinct like, oh, like click. Like this is not just like those albums that I have a strong association with. It's the genre of music just doesn't fit in with my life that much anymore. It's a weird conversation to have, um, but yeah, those are the realizations that I have made about that, and with that, we'll see you another time.